The final road trip of the season for the Toronto Blue Jays is now in the books. And for the New York Yankees and the Tampa Bay Rays, they will come back to meet the Toronto Blue Jays one final time in Rogers Center for three games. The Blue Jays taking two out of three against both teams, losing seven to six on Saturday and five to three on Thursday between both the Rays of Tampa Bay and the Yankees of New York. How will they finish the season at Rogers Center? We'll find out momentarily. But first, welcome to the final Road Trip Edition recap of Blue Jays Baseball on the Sports for Beginners podcast. The Blue Jays are back, and right now, with the game having gone final, we are welcoming you in to Blue Jays Game Recap on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Now, let's go to your hosts of Blue Jays Game Recap, Thomas McGregor, Ali Musa, and Scott McGregor in the Sports for Beginners podcast studio. Take it away, gentlemen, because when the umpire says, you're out, or that's the game, or let's play ball, we know it's time for some baseball. This is Blue Jays Game Recap. Take it away, gentlemen. The Toronto Blue Jays and the Tampa Bay Rays ended a three-game series this afternoon with the Toronto Blue Jays taking the victory 9-5 to in a comeback win after having another comeback on Saturday 
be blown by the closer, Jordan Romano. But I don't think he's personally to blame. Anyways, the Rays of Tampa Bay would rally to walk off the Blue Jays in the seventh, or I should say, ninth dramatic inning. Bringing a questionable play under review to a walk-off 7-6 Tampa Bay Rays victory. Welcome into Blue Jays Game Recaps Studio. I am your host, Thomas McGregor. And I'm also the host of Dolphins postgame, which I will get to following this program on the podcast. So if you're a Dolphins fan and you're waiting for quite a historic day in the Dolphins nation, but you can't wait any longer for a post game. I think it would be best if you joined Kyle Krabs, host of Locked On Dolphins, as he's doing a post game pod, I believe, to talk about. Checking into Club Dub. If you are a Blue Jays fan and want to hear this program before you hear the Dolphins program, I'd also like to invite you to check out, if you check out this program before the football content, check out Buffalo Bills Commanders post game, which is hosted by our host of Sports for Beginners, Scott McGregor. So, we begin our opening segment. Welcome to everyone who is joining us with the game score. But before we get to the game score, and we're going to talk about Tampa Bay and rotate into the New York Yankees because they kick things off at Rogers Center first. We're going to start things a little differently than what we would normally do. We're going to hear from the 9-5 to player of the game in George Springer, who spoke with Hazel May after the game as we will dive deep into the game 
summary. But first, here's Hazel and here's George. Gentlemen and ladies of all ages, here is today's series finale winner, player of the game, in George Springer. Let's us hear what George had to say in a grueling comeback of a match We've got a little of an ad here, so we'll let the ad go. And now, here is George and Hazel. The afternoon was uh, a tough... Thanks very much. The afternoon... For all the right reasons. Take us... Thanks very much. The afternoon was... Uh, a tiring one for George Springer, but for all the right reasons. Take us to that second inning. You took that change up to one of the deepest part of the ballpark. Did you know it was gone? And give me the thought process as you're rounding second base. Uh, I mean, I knew I hit it well. Um, I guess in this park, you know, you, you, you just don't ever know. And uh, I saw it get by him. It's kind of one of those things where I'm going to go to third for sure. And then, you know, I'm following the coach and he sent me. So I said, I got to go. And I was looking at Witt. He told me to slide, and I slid. And it worked. Uh, also, you were, it was like the George Springer show for the earlier part of this ball game. an amazing throw to get low, and then a terrific sliding catch. Listen, I think we all knew, as long as George Springer was healthy and stay on the field, that you were going to contribute huge this season. Um, what do you credit? Like, how have you been able to stay on the field? The training staff, you know, the, the strength staff has done an unbelievable job with me all year, you know, and uh, just kind of understanding my body, you know, you know, just, just, just being smart with my work off the field and on the field. Um, but, you know, I, I owe a lot to, to the, uh, yeah, whew, I'm still out of breath, but yeah, the, the medical staff this year has been huge for me. Listen, before I let you go, um, this was a real a, a tough series. It was like a playoff atmosphere. What kind of psychological lift will this give you taking the series here at the Trump where we could be back here next week? It's huge. You know, obviously they're a very, very, very good team and everyone knows it, us too. So for us, you know, to, to come in here, you know, and, and, and play well these last, you know, three games, you know, as a whole, um, as a team, it's huge. You are a very, 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 very good ball player, George Springer. Safe flight. We'll see you back home. All right. George Springer and the Blue Jays take the series here at the Trump. Back to you guys. George Springer and Hazel May, ladies and gentlemen of the Toronto Blue Jays, catch them back at Rogers Center on Tuesday night when they hitchhike into another grueling three-game series 
between the Yankees of New York. And we're going to talk about the Yankees on our next break as we're going to make this into a part segment. So coming up, we will talk about the Yankees. But right now, let's talk about this three-game series matchup between the Toronto Blue Jays and the Tampa Bay Rays. What could happen? As we all know, if we're following baseball still, it is a very, very tight playoff postseason picture. And as it stands, via the playoff picture right now, if the Blue Jays were to remain in the playoffs and the Tampa Bay Rays were to remain in the playoffs, they would face each other in the wild card match with a chance to, hear me out, take on the Baltimore Orioles. How is this possible? Well, it's only possible if the Blue Jays and the Tampa Bay Rays each keep their ground on the wild card spots that they're in. Now, also keep in mind that the Toronto Blue Jays are fighting to keep their wild card spot from two very important teams who are in action right now. We will check in on that game shortly. And actually, I believe it just went final as we're recording this. So we will check in on that game a little later on to see where it went. Now, it is no it is absolutely no surprise that the Blue Jays are eliminated from clinching the American League East Division. But who else is not able to clinch the American League Division East? Well, that's the New York Yankees and the Boston Red Sox. Who, I gotta say, I actually thought Boston had a chance at keeping a chance at clinching an American League East title a few games, a few games back before the All-Star break happened. However, this is where they are. And they ain't far behind. Also eliminated from the division, we've got the Guardians. We've got the Tigers. The White Sox, the Royals. And then we've got two teams eliminated in the American League West. 
in the Oakland Athletic. Happy offseason, Oakland, after this season finishes. And happy offseason to the LA Angels as they got eliminated from the division. But are they wildcard bound? We don't know. And we won't know until the final, final games have been played. Currently, as it stands, the a the American League leaders are Baltimore, Texas, and Minnesota. And as I mentioned, in terms of a playoff, if the postseason were to start today and everything was the way it was, as it is now, the Toronto Blue Jays and Tampa Bay Rays will be against each other in a fight to play against Baltimore within the remaining points of the postseason this season. We'll talk about how that is coming along more in a bit. But now, let's talk Tampa Bay and let's talk Blue Jays. Now, Tampa Bay was riding really, really high in the very, very beginning of the season. But it is now when the game's really, really do matter. And why is that? Well, it's the postseason time. And now is when you really need to have those guys, that those bomb guys, those defensive guys, those Guys that will take you all the way to the World Series. And I got to say, I think the Blue Jays have them. Let's start with today's game and then go into the games leading up to this. So the Blue Jays win 9-5. to five over the Tampa Bay Rays. And we feel like we're very happy with what has transpired. But we have to keep in mind that there are teams chasing the Jays for the wild card spot. And we'll talk about those people in just a few minutes, maybe after this break. So how did this game go? Very quickly on the line score, we've got Blue Jays taking nine runs on 11 hits and no errors. 
For the Tampa Bay Rays, however, we've got five runs on 13 hits and no errors. So both teams didn't have a single error in today's ball game. But how many at-bats did each team get? Well, you wouldn't be surprised if I told you, but each team had an equal amount of bats of 38. 38 at bats, and only one team scored nine, and the other scored five. When we talk about the hits, we already went through them, 11 to 13. Those included a double to each team. And a triple for the Blue Jays. Four home runs for the Blue Jays. One homer for the Rays. Five RBIs for the Rays. And the Blue Jays had nine RBIs. When you look at it from walks to look at our total bases, the Blue Jays were walked three times, but so were the Tampa Bay Rays. Which means Toronto touched base 26 times. And Tampa Bay touched base 17 times. No players were hit by a pitch. And when people were left on base for runners in scoring position, the Blue Jays left five men on base. And the Tampa Bay Rays left a surprisingly to me, this is surprising to me, Nine men on base. With Toronto getting the only stolen base, George Springer's 32nd. I believe it's his 32nd stolen base. That might be it. His 32nd might have been a inside the park home run. But not, but none, but nevertheless. The Blue Jays are victorious. So, how did this game get to 9-5? Well, Tampa started it out with a two-run lead in the first inning. Going 1-2-3 with the Blue Jays. The second inning would follow... The Blue Jays getting on the board, not only tying the game, but also hitting an inside the park home run to make it 5-2 to two Blue Jays. Blue Jays out in front by a pair. 5-2. to two. 
Tampa Bay says that's not how we roll. We're going to get a run. And they did. It is now five to three. It is a one run ball game. We move into the sixth inning after nothing goes through in the fifth inning. And the sparks are flying. The Toronto Blue Jays, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Homer to center field to make it a three-run ball game. It is six. Blue Jays, three, Tampa Bay. Moving into the seventh. And here's where trouble in drop happens. As the Blue Jays would keep their six until the eighth inning after Padres. I hope I'm saying that right. If I'm not, I sincerely apologize. Makes the raise down a run again. Five to six is the score. Moving into the eighth inning. And then when the eighth inning was over, it was 7-5 Blue Jays. Thanks to Dalton Varsho. Who tripled to right center field. Scoring Matt Chapman. It was then all or nothing for the Blue Jays after making it a two-run game again, 7-5 Blue Jays. All the Blue Jays had to do, and they did it, was score eight and nine runs. And they did so with homers off the bat of Bo Bichette and Vladimir Guerrero Jr. So Bo Bichette and Vladimir Guerrero Jr. each gave the Blue Jays the 9-5 to victory. And the Blue Jays fans, we should be happy because we get to do it all over again after playing three with the Yankees. Now, we're going to get 
to the manager, we are going to get to the attendance record of this game. But before we do, let's take a look at how the series actually went. So we're going back, and we're going to start with the game number two. So the Blue Jays, they're up, they win. They've got to win two more, and they can sweep the Tampa Bay race. Tampa Bay does not want that. And rightfully so. So how do you beat the Blue Jays? Well, you do this. You hope they don't make a comeback and then you have to walk it off. And for this, we're just going to do the line score. And with the Rays committing three errors, they managed to score seven runs on 12 hits. For the Blue Jays, with no errors, zero, they managed to score six runs on nine hits. So how would this all go down? Well, the Blue Jays would get 39 at bat. And... The Tampa Bay Rays would only get 38 at bat. Leaving a big inning for Toronto in the sixth inning. And a big inning for the Blue, for the Rays in the very beginning inning. The first inning. As the Rays would go up an early 4 to nothing lead. Then have a little bit of a pitching duel until the fourth inning where they would go up five to nothing. Another scoreless five innings. And then in the sixth inning, the Blue Jays had four runs come across the plate. So the Blue Jays are on the board. It's five, It's four to one. No, it's five to one. Yeah, that makes more sense. So the Blue Jays are riding high. They know they only have to get two runs and they win the ball game. And they do so in the top of the eighth inning. But at the bottom of the ninth, when it's six, five Blue Jays, it's game over anyway. As the Tampa Bay Rays walk off 
the Blue Jays. Seven to six is the final. They just scored two runs and the game was over. Now let's go through the one that started this. And that and once we get through this, we're going to go through the attendance records of these games before taking a word from broadcast map. Weekly in sports. And. Possibly. Take another look. Then we're coming back to talk New York Yankees. So how did the Blue Jays start this? They knew they were. They knew they lost against the Yankees. But they took two. Just like they did with the Rays. But you can't be flip-flopping. You just can't. Luckily for them, things were flying high their way. On the other side of the scoreboard. But you can't always get help. Especially if it's in a do or die situation with the playoffs at stake. So line score here is basic simple. The Rays get on the board. Great. It's what nothing. Tampa Bay is on the board. Move into the very late innings in the sixth inning. So a very strong one nothing lead until the sixth inning when the Blue Jays tackle on four runs, not only taking care of the one nothing deficit, but also taking the lead. It's now four to one. Blue Jays in front. And the Rays are in trouble. But are they? Well, in the bottom of the seventh, they scored one run. It is now four to two. But the Blue Jays aren't satisfied with that. They know that if they make a mistake, it could easily turn into a Tampa Bay Rays win. And they don't want that. So, top of the knife approaches. And they make sure two runs get across the plate. For a final tally score of six runs on eight hits, no errors. For the Blue Jays. Zero. For the Tampa Bay Rays. It is two runs on eight hits. No errors. Zero for the Rays. 
And voila, there is how Tampa and Toronto played at the Tropicana Field. Which was brought to in all of the series at attendance records of in game one, the attendance record was 18,533. Oh, excuse me. 18,538 was the attendance record for the 6-2 Blue Jays over Tampa Bay win. Move to yesterday, 6-7 Rays beat Blue Jays. And that game was an attendance record of 22,655 people in attendance. That's a better attendance record, especially for a game like that. And then today's game that just went final this afternoon. Nine to five Blue Jays win over the Tampa Bay Rays. Attendance record was 22,472. What was the venue, you asked? Tropicana Field. This game took two hours and 54 minutes to complete. Saturday's game took three hours and eight minutes to complete. But what about the opener? The Friday matchup. How long was that game? That game was two hours and 46 minutes to complete the game. So the Tampa Bay Rays are saying bye-bye-bye to the Toronto Blue Jays. For now, they will take on the Boston Red Sox for two games beginning Tuesday. And then on Wednesday, they will face the Boston Red Sox in game number two. Thus ending the Blue Jays series of games with three games at Rogers Center beginning Friday 
And you all know what those times will. I'll be reiterating what the times will be. But before we do any of that, let's close out this opening segment with a word from John Schneider. And when we come back, I'll give you my thoughts on Tampa Bay just before. We transition over to talking about the New York Yankees and then getting ready for a Monday off of baseball until the Yankees come to town Tuesday. So, without further ado, here is John Schneider talking to the media about what he thought on this game. John, you have the floor. What are your thoughts, John Schneider? Let's hear what John had to say. Schneider? Take us through your thoughts. Awesome road trip. I mean, coming off a sleep at home and then two teams that are really tough. Um, guys play their asses off. Yeah, I mean, yesterday was a tough one, but, you know, this was um, about as good of an outcome other than 6-0, and you know what I mean? Um, just love the way they're going about it. You know, everything from offense, defense, to pitching. Um, yeah, it was a really, really good road trip. I mean, yeah, I think I love the way we played, you know, whether it was here or at the Rogers Center, you know, it's, uh, it is a tough place to play. It's a little bit unique and different, you know, surface, roof, all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, man, I think that the way we played today was a, um, a pretty good indication of who we are. A pretty indication of where they are. A pretty good indication of where the Toronto Blue Jays are, I should say. That is John Schneider, who spoke with the media. And, yeah, it's a pretty good indication of where they are. All right, let's take a break. And when we come back, we're talking Yankees and Blue Jays. It is the final road trip post-game edition game recap on the Sports Beginners podcast studio coming your way. And continuing. Right after these words from Take Another Look, Broadcast Math, and Weekly in Sports. We'll be back after those. Stay with us. Take Another Look with Gerda Felix and Melanie Tadio Malo. Two powerful women of diverse backgrounds having genuine, unique, and uncomfortable conversations that everyone needs to have. 
Join Melanie and Gerda for conversations about what is missing from Human Connections. Looking for conversations on the world of broadcasting, sports media, and from time to time, my favorite sports teams? Listen to Broadcast Map with me, Ali Musa. To learn more about the show and to view the upcoming schedule, like the Broadcast Map Facebook page. Search Broadcast Map. Looking for a sports podcast that covers sports weekly as well as gets you set up for the day? Check out Weekly in Sports with me, Scott McGregor. We give some shout-outs of the week to podcasts like this one and those who do them. Discuss the Blue Jays, Bill, Raptors, and more. To learn more, check out the Sports for Beginners Facebook page. Search Sports for Beginners. Indeed, Vladdy, it is your house, and that's why the Toronto Blue Jays play here on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Now, let's get back to more Blue Jays baseball of the Sports for Beginners podcast. Let's get back into Blue Jays game recap. We thought so, Blue Jays fans. I'm hustling, every day 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 I'm every day I'm every day I'm hustling, 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 every day I'm every day I'm every day I'm hustling. It is everyday hustling, and unfortunately for the Blue Jays, we've got a night off. Yes, the Blue Jays have the night off on Monday and wait for the New York Yankees to play the first of the final six games in the regular season. Three with the Yankees and three with the Tampa Bay Rays. And speaking of the Tampa Bay Rays, I think it's about time we talk about the Yankees. Early on in the show, we talked about how the Blue Jays and the Tampa Bay Rays played out their final series at the drop. But now let's talk about the team before the Tampa Bay Rays and the Blue Jays met at Tropicana Field one final time this season. 
It is now time to look at the New York Yankees. And we are going to do it the same way we did. The other portion of our opening segment. Looking at the first. game that sent them to Tampa Bay and the two that began the series against the Yankees. So, the Yankees take the third game in the series finale between the Toronto Blue Jays and the New York Yankees. But how did they do it? Well, Toronto Blue Jays scored three runs on four hits with no errors in the ballgame. However, the New York Yankees scored five runs on ten hits and caused one error. giving the ball to Garrett Cole and, of course, Jose Barrios. Barrios was the Toronto Blue Jays pitcher, who both improved to 11-11 and 11 and 14-4. and 4. We'll talk about the Tampa Bay pitchers and the Blue Jay pitchers of that game. Where those records move in a little bit. So, now that we know what the Lions score was, let's get to the attendance record. And we'll talk about the stats in a little bit for each game. So, we'll keep that in mind. The attendance record at Yankee Stadium on the final game before moving to Tropicana Field for the final three games at Tropicana Field came to an attendance record at 37,646 people in attendance. The venue, Yankee Stadium. The game, Serious finale between the Yankees and the Blue Jays took two hours and 32 minutes to complete. We move to game number two. And remember, the Blue Jays took care of the first two matchups between. The New York Yankees in the final meeting at Yankee Stadium. So, game number two went in favor of the Blue Jays. And how did the Blue Jays pull off that game? Well, 
just like last, just like the last game we talked about, which was the series finale. The Blue Jays scored six runs on nine hits and did not cause an error in the ball game. The Yankees, on the other hand, also did not make an error, but did score one run on five hits, giving an attendance record ball game a two hour and 51 minute game that would end up in an attendance record of 35,587. Once again, the time of the game took 2 hours and 51 seconds to complete. I should say 51 minutes. And we will get to the pitching matchups right off what we did with the other matchup in the series finale between the Yankees. Kevin Gosman improved to 12 and 9. Michael King improved to 4 and 7. So, that was that matchup. But what about the last matchup, the opener in the match? How did that go? We know the Blue Jays won, but how did they do it? Well, in a game opener that took about 2 hours and 43 minutes, to complete, they brought an attendance record of 38,525, a score of seven Blue Jays to Yankees, one. And how did they do it? Well, the Yankees got one run on six hits and caused two errors in the ballgame. The Toronto Blue Jays, on the other hand, caused no errors. And with it, seven runs and ten hits giving Yusei Kikuchi an improvement of 10 to 6. And Clark Schmidt an improvement in the pitching 9 to 9. Those were how those matchups lined up. Once again, that attendance record in a game that took 
two hours and 43 minutes to complete was 38,525 people in attendance at the venue, Bronx, Yankee Stadium. All right, we've heard from the player of the game. We've heard from John Schneider on how this series is on how these series have played out. But now it's time for us to provide our thoughts on the game. And let's look at the Yankees here. Let's look at the Yankees and the Blue Jays first. First, let's look at the schedule. So the Yankees are obviously out of it right now. They're obviously out. But that's okay. There's always next season, right? Of course. They are currently in a series with the Arizona Diamondbacks, who, while one game was postponed, took out the Arizona Diamondbacks 7-1 to and then lost the same score this afternoon 7 to 1 the diamondbacks took out the new york yankees kind of like a let's back it up a bit the whole week didn't matter and now they'll wrap up their series on monday before heading to toronto to play against the toronto blue jays one final time, and they'll wrap up the season with the Kansas City Royals. Yes, I said the Kansas City Royals will be the Yankees' final opponent. Let's look at our teams that the Blue Jays had to look out for in the season. Standings, as I mentioned, they had a tight race between two teams trying to take the Blue Jay spot in the wild card. And those are the Seattle Mariners, and I believe the Astros. Of course, you've got Texas as well. But it looks like Texas isn't going to give up their position anytime soon. I mean, anything can happen. While we talk about this race, why don't we look at today's scores on the mound. And I don't mean on the mound like the diamond, but I do mean on the mound as in on the hill. And if I still don't make any sense to you on that, later on the show, when we close up the show, 
and get ready to transition into football for the rest of the evening. It will be time to talk Dolphins football, and we will also tee up the Yankees and Blue Jays matchups for the final rally to the playoffs. Yes, I said final rally. Anywho, keeping it baseball here. So the Blue Jays, 9-5 to victors over the Tampa Bay Rays. Yes. In progress right now, in the top of the six, we got the Braves taking on the Nationals. Six to three, Braves lead the Nationals. The Mets trail the Phillies five to two in a game that looks like it's decided as they get closer to the final three outs of that game. The ninth inning is coming up. But before they do that, they must complete the eighth. The Dodgers are tied 2-2 with the San Francisco Giants in the top of the fifth. The Atlanta Braves and the Nationals did play two games today with the Braves falling to the Nationals early. Sure. 3-2. And, of course, as I mentioned, that score is Braves 6, Nationals 3 in their second game. The White Sox got to beat the Boston Red Sox 3-2 in only six innings. They only got to play six innings. Before they were told, we're not going to go any further with this game. We mentioned the Yankees, and I mentioned their score. So here it is again. It is the Yankees 1, the Diamondbacks 7. Once again, the Yankees had one run. And the Diamondbacks had seven runs. So the Arizona Diamondbacks defeated the New York Yankees 7-1. to The Baltimore Orioles took care of the Cleveland Guardians 5-1. to The Steel City Pirates were flying high for so long until Cincinnati said two runs ain't going to do it. We're going to give you four. And Cincinnati fired back to score four runs and take it four to two. The Miami Marlins and the Milwaukee Brewers the Miami Marlins took down the Brewers six to one. Lotto won to more games games today. 
there's a lot of them today. The Kansas City Royals, who finished with the Yankees this season, took pride in defeating the Astros. Six to five. How about that for a final score? A one-run game when it could have been a walk-off for the Houston Astros. How about that for a game? If you don't like that score, how about this score? The Minnesota Twins knock down the Alley Angels nine. That's right, nine, two, three. That's the Minnesota Twins beating the Alley Angels nine to three. The Colorado Rockies. Another one-run ball game. Four to three, Cubs over the Rockies, or in Cookie Monster's case, Cubbies over the Rockies. Yeah. The Texas Rangers and the Seattle Mariners play one-run game baseball as well. As the Texas Rangers hold on, to a 9-8 to eight victory over the Seattle Mariners. 9-8 to eight was the final score of the Mariners and Texas Rangers score. The Detroit Tigers snapped the Oakland Athletics two runs to zero. They shot out the Oakland Athletics who were gone from the start of this season. They were gone. But was it possible they were trying to make a playoff push when they're so far behind? Maybe. The San Diego Padres, the only other game that's final. They knocked out. They knocked, I mean, they knocked, they literally knocked them out. The Padres, the San Diego Padres knocked out the St. Louis Cardinals 12 to 2. Let me say that again. The San Diego Padres. down the St. Louis Cardinals 12 to 2 wow what a ball game and what a hockey game we're getting on here Blue Jays game recap update on the ice as the preseason has been underway and it looks like 
overtime all over again for the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Blue Jackets. Just this just in the blue the Penguins and the Blue Jackets are tied at three goals apiece. Heading into the second period. I wonder what will happen at the end of that game. If you've been watching the Penguins through the beginning of their game and stayed for their late night game, you'd know that they also lost the first game. Oh no, excuse me. They won the first game. I, I don't know. I, I'll check. I'll check on the break. I'll check in the break. Anyways, the Blue Jays beat the Tampa Bay Rays 9-5. to And, of course, the Tampa Bay Rays, we need to know who they're facing. But before we get to that, which we'll do in another segment here, this is the middle segment, with, of course, the end of the game for your Toronto Blue Jays. And we've already heard from John Schneider. We've, we've heard from George. So, I mean, what more do we need to do? What more do we need to say? Or The Blue Jays did it. They beat them. They legit beat them. But, you know, it doesn't, you know, it's, it's interesting, right? It's interesting. Tampa Bay loses to the Toronto Blue Jays, and they have to play them yet again at Rogers Center in, again, three games. I mean, who else do you want to play? Do you want Baltimore? Maybe. Let's actually hear from George when he spoke with the media. Although we've already heard him talk with Hazel, let's hear what he had to say post game on the media side about the game. Let's hear what the man himself had to say in post-game analysis. Let's hear from George. What did he have to say after Speaking with Hazel and giving Trevor Richard and the Blue Jays a victory train home to Rogers Center. Let's find out. George, let's hear it. What did he have to say? 
against three extremely good teams. And hold on. Come on, Georgie. Let's go. Uh, I mean, it says a lot. You know, obviously that was a tough stretch for us, but, you know, to to bounce back against three extremely good teams, doesn't matter what the records say, um, you know, everybody is good. And, you know, for, for us to do what, what our team, you know, needed to do and, and you know, to, to come out of this stretch is, is, is big, but obviously, you know, the, the, um, the job's not done. Um, I just think we just said, screw it. You know, if, if it is what, what it is, you know, go, you know, just, just go out and play. You know, we, we had 15 left at the time. Um, and you know what, you, you might as well just go empty the tank every day. And, you know, I think, I think you're, you're seeing that, you know, guys are playing hard every day, you know, kind of just put it all on the line. Put it all on the line. I mean, empty the tank. I mean, like, hey, George, we want we want the team to go in the playoffs, man. Not empty the tank. But if that's what we have to do to win ball games, I'm in. I'm in. I mean, I'm in. Blue Jays fans, I don't know about you, but I'm in with whatever George said there. I'm in. If we have to empty the tank just win a ball game. Even if it goes in the postseason, I mean, I'm in. I'm in. I'm all in on that. I'm all in. And as we just heard from George, and we're going to hear another word from our Sports Beginners podcast to take this break and start to wrap up the show. We will get to our wraparound and tee up the Yankees and the Blue Jays. As, of course, the Blue Jays await the Yankees, who are in action against the Arizona Diamondbacks on Monday and hopes of keeping the series within their ground. So, that is next. But before we even discuss that and get through the break, it is before I even discuss that score, we've got a message from the Toronto Blue Jays themselves. Let's hear. But before we do, Here's what the tweet says. Heading home on a mission. And it says, Toronto, we need you at the ballpark. Blue Jays fans, I think the Blue Jays are asking for Kevin Kiermaier noise. So let's hear what they actually have to say. We'll see you soon. We'll see you soon. 
Happy flight, boys. We'll see you at Roger Center. And I'm sure all of you Blue Jays fans who are probably going to watch this on Sportsnet, Sportsnet 590, the fan, or are just going to the game, are going to grant those team, that, that team the wish. Uh, you heard it first. They said, happy flight, baby. And then they also said, we need your energy, Toronto, which basically means they're counting on us, the fans, I think, to bring the next level of energy into the final six games of the regular season. Oh, boy. Talk about pressure, eh? We're going to take a break and come back to wrap up the final road trip post-game edition of Blue Jays game recap. And we're going to tell you how we're going to run the Blue Jays and Yankees slash Tampa and Blue Jays Rogers Center action. That's all coming up when Blue Jays game recap continues. Dolphins fans, before I take the break, a reminder, Dolphins postgame is coming your way, and we will be covering the Monday night games. But we'll also talk about our thoughts on what tonight's Sunday night football matchup is. It's week three, and Dolphins postgame is coming your way next. But first, it's time to say good night from Tropicana Field, and good night. MLB's final Toronto Blue Jays road trip of the season has finished its destination. How are sports freakers going to cover the postseason? We don't know if we're in yet, but it looks possible. No spoilers. It continues after this. When it comes to life and watching sports, sometimes you can't do both. Well, you can, but it costs money, and that means jobs, right? Join me, Thomas McGregor, on a Working Environment podcast, where we take a break from covering sports and dive into how people like athletes, coaches, teachers, etc., deal with challenges in the workplace. I hope you will join us because together we can get ready for the workforce and make connections too. To learn more, please visit Beyond the Ice and Behind the Fences Facebook page. Indeed, Vladdy, it is your house, and that's why the Toronto Blue Jays play here on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Now, let's get back to more Blue Jays baseball on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Let's get back into Blue Jays game recap. We thought so, Blue Jays fans.
And a high fly ball left center field. And it is up the wall. Two runs are going to score. It bounces way back over to center. Springer's getting the wave home. And it's an inside the puck home run. Well, how about that? Our goal just couldn't make the catch. It bounces away from him back towards center field. And Springer circled the bases. He indeed did. Everybody, welcome back to the Blue Jays game recap. The player of the game. That was the play of the game. Something you rarely see in baseball. A inside the park home run. And it comes off the bat of George Springer. You rarely see this in baseball. Trust me. Margot could not make a play, and by the time he did, it was too little too late. The Blue Jays line score with the with the Tampa Bay Rays once again nine runs on eleven hits, no errors for both teams. Toronto had nine runs and 11 hits. Tampa Bay had five runs on 13 hits. And now that we've heard from basically just Springer and only him with John Schneider, we may find a way of hearing from Tampa Bay. But before we do, let's find out who the pitching matchups are for whoever the Yankees will play the Toronto Blue Jays with. And I'm sure we'll know at the time of this recording, it is Sunday, but when this launches, I'm sure we'll know who is pitching all three games for the Toronto Blue Jays and the New York Yankees, as we won't know who is pitching for the Tampa Bay Rays and Toronto Blue Jays series until we play the Yankees. So for the Blue Jays, Whoever is facing him, it'll be Kevin Gosman on the hill for your Toronto Blue Jays. First pitch is a 7.07 p.m. Eastern Time. Once again, that is a 7.07 p.m. Eastern Time first pitch. And it is the final Looney Dog night of the season. Oh, too bad. So sad. But hey, something's got to happen in the final point of the season. Do you think we can not only make noise, 
but eat as many hot dogs as we possibly can and try and set a new record before the end of the season? Let us know. And if you got tickets, come down to the ballpark for the final Looney Dogs at night. Presented by Schneider's when Kevin Gosman takes the hill against whoever the Yankees pitch him. Jose Barrios will take the next nightcap game again. Same time, same place. 707 first pitch. And finally, after Barrios takes care of whoever the Yankees pitch on Tuesday, it's the hound on the mound in Chris Bassett taking on, again, whoever the Yankees will pitch on Thursday, the series finale. Now, we mentioned Tampa. Let's see if we've got any important post games from Tampa Bay Rays. Let's see if we've got any post game media availabilities from the Tampa Bay Rays. Let's find out. This is Toronto Blue Jays baseball, but of course, we've got to make sure we respect Tampa Bay. Because, well, just because. And we will. So, Bobby Rays. Ball. Blue Jays. Win. But how did all of this all go down? And is there... any hope for the Tampa Bay Rays. Of course, there should be because they were top dogs in the beginning of the season. There is post-game from the Blue Jays, and here is I believe it's the manager talking. Let's find out what he had to say. It is indeed Kevin Cash. And we've also got three other players, three other people to hear from. So let's let these people in Harold Ramirez and Isaiah had. Pedras, I'm sorry, Isaac, if I can't say your last name right. Let's hear what they have to say. We start with Kevin Cash. 
Kevin, start us off. The second two outs, nobody on. Those five runs come to the plate. What were you seeing from Taj in that inning? They made just a little bit of an adjustment on him. Um, got to him. Um, but I, I was really encouraged with Taj hung in there and, and kept us in the ball game. For a young pitcher, that's pretty impressive to have that type of inning and then be able to get through seven. Um, we had our opportunities. So, again, another uh, outing encouraged by him. Uh, Springer inside the park home run and then Margot out in center field. What were you seeing there? Well, just ricocheted. We're kind of in no man's land. Uh, as soon as it hit off the wall, that was the first thing that I, I thought. Um, the way, you know, that corner out there, it's going to ricochet, and you can't, you're not expecting the right field to be on the very time. And then Yandi with his hamstring, how's he doing? I think he's fine, going to be fine. Uh, sore after, after the infield base hit to start, but way more precautionary getting him out of the game than, than maybe needing to come out. Did its opportunities. There were a couple outs on the bases. Yeah, yeah, we didn't have our best day. Um, you know, on the bases, we probably, I think, we've been pretty good here as of late. Of, of kind of not not running into outs, but today it kind of crept up in there and probably affected us. Maybe some scoring opportunities early in the ball game. It wasn't an error per se on the base, but Harold maybe tag up there too. Yeah, we were running a contact play, uh, but as soon as you see in the air, ideally you get back. Um, one of those cleaner balls, Springer made a nice play. Thank you all about hitting for Basabe in the eighth for two on and two outs. And you no. have no, okay. Radius did get to 30. That's awesome. Congrats to him. I mean, I know he's been grinding through it here a little bit, but uh, and we give him enough, you know, chatter about it. But I'm really happy uh, for him. What, what an incredible season! You know, we, we've talked a lot about Yandi's season. Freddy's is, is in line with him with consistency, 30 home runs, 95 RBIs, pushing 100. There's one other third baseman that I know that's, you know, done that, and he's putting himself in a pretty good category. What was the situation where Schneider talked to the ops and they came and talked to you? Did they... they were checking to see where Walls was positioned. They challenged, uh, but the clock did not show that. Um, so they, they, they held their hand up right away. Uh, the home plate umpire had them doing that, but the clock never showed up. So uh, they got it right. And a huge congrats, uh, or huge congrats and thank you to our fans. Uh, hopefully, whenever we play here again, this place is rocking, but we um, we appreciate the attendance and appreciate the support. Do you have any good feelings that you could do there? one of those uh it's a wait and see but uh, there will be no urgency to play in the fields anything first of all when you look at this one how do you kind of sum this one up some maybe missed opportunities on offense and base running errors how would you sum it up yes it's a tough loss for us because we run the base a little bit back today we don't take advantage of that situation but that's part of the game we don't want to do anything bad at the game in, in the third inning, can you kind of take us through that, not tagging up, Springer making a nice play there? Yeah, I just freeze between the base because I don't even know what's going to happen when I try to go back. Uh, he just throw the ball faster. Carol, the ball that uh, Springer hit for the inside the park homer is obviously a tough play by Manny. What did you see from your angle? I really just do my backup, but the ball, when the ball hit the wall, go to the other way, so 
that's I can say anything about that. Yeah. So like if they were a couple things just wouldn't work against you guys. No, the board just hit the wall and go to the different direction down where I am. Right. I mean all day feel like things didn't go your way. Yes. Mm. Love to see Yandi leave just given all the injuries you guys are already dealing with and how important he is. It's very important for us. Uh, I hope he can play Tuesday again because we need his help. We don't want nobody to get here again. So I hope he's, he's okay. All right, it's not going to certainly not the result you guys wanted today, but Kevin Cash was talking about a highlight. Was your 30th home run? How does that sound? Resultados no fueron como quisimos, pero digo que Cash mencionó 30 home runs para ti como principio. Bien, contentos. Te sabíamos que estábamos cerca de lograrlo y como quieras, a veces uno siente la presión de, de querer darlo y bueno, ya creo que estamos un poco más tranquilos. I'm very good and very happy that it, it finally came. I know when this, these milestones come, you get a little pressure on yourself, but I'm glad that I was able to finally accomplish it. Was this a goal? From, I mean, obviously, everybody wants to hit as many home runs as they can, but at the beginning of the season, is this something you wrote down? Is this something you had in mind? Pero una meta para ti, sacar tantos hombrones, obvio todos quieren sacar muchos hombrones, pero es algo que escribiste, una meta tuya que hiciste. Sí, claro, no, primero lo, lo que habíamos hablado antes eran 20, y bueno, cuando nos fuimos acercando, este, podíamos lograr a 30, creo que después de los 20 eran los, eran los 30 la meta. Yeah, of course, you know, the goal was 20 since I'd gotten that already, uh, but when I got to 20, you kind of, you get, you develop new goals, and so when I got to 20, I thought 30 would be the next goal. So how do you kind of view today's game to like maybe a couple mistakes along the way on the base of things like that? Oh, yeah, there were a few things that I think we did on the bases that we didn't really do too well, but it goes for both teams. You know, they have to have plays as well that they have to uh, make, and we didn't do that today, but uh, that's just the way the game goes. Last week here, you guys obviously still trying to stay in this division race and get a couple guys banged up. Y se siente difícil, ¿no? Sabemos que estamos perdiendo jugadores muy importantes en el line-up y pitcher también. Es algo difícil, pero creo que ya confiamos en el talento de los jóvenes de poder pasar en primer lugar. It's going to be very difficult. We've lost a lot of key players and position players as well. And I think we need to just make sure these young guys are going to do a good job of making up for it. Making up for it. And of course, Yande Diaz is a... I mean, Yan, Yan, Yande Diaz is probably a very crucial point to the Tampa Bay Rays as the reason why they were so good. You know, early on in the season, but now it's late in the season and the Tampa Bay Rays, they're just trying to stay within the race. That's Kevin Cash, that's Harold Ramirez, and that is Isaiah Pop. Pop. Isaiah. I'm just going to go with Isaiah. I don't know how to say the last name properly. So, 
yeah, as we get ready to get through to Dolphins postgame for all the Dolphin fans and all the football fans, uh, yeah, it's it's tough. Especially around this point, it's tough to keep to keep momentum going and uh you know you're gonna play another game against the boston red you're gonna play two games against the boston red sox excuse me and then it's all downhill from there it's the toronto blue jays and the Tampa Bay rays for the final piece of the season speaking of the tampa bay rays and the boston red sox that matchup has been decided it will be from the Boston Red Sox. We'll send on to the mound or the hill in this case. Tanner How Walk How Yuk. I hope I'm saying that right. How Yuk. I'm just going to say Tanner. They'll send Tanner on the mound to go against on Tampa Bay side. And hopefully Yande Diaz is, you know, feeling better by Tuesday. Zach Elflin will take the mound in the first game of two. Meanwhile, it looks like the Toronto Blue Jays won't see Tyler Glasnow as he's scheduled to play another pitcher the Boston Red Sox played the Blue Jays with, known as Brian, Brian Bello. Braylon Bello, excuse me. Yeah, and coming into those pieces of the two games, it looks like we have a pitching matchup of 9 and 7 and 12 and 10. On the other side, we have a matchup of 15 and 8 and 5 and 9. So lots of good baseball to come. And I, I'm wondering, is that the final pieces of the Boston Red Sox series? No, it is not. They will face the Baltimore Orioles after they've played two against Tampa. You're at Fenway Park. Which is where they are. And then it's four games on the road against Baltimore. Now, I'm sure Tampa Bay losing, they're hoping Baltimore can take care of the Boston Red Sox because the Boston Red Sox are basically eliminated. While we're talking about eliminated teams, I would just like to play on Tampa Bay side their key their key player 
of the game. And then I'll wrap up with my thoughts on both the Yankees series between the Blue Jays and the New York Yankees on the road at Yankee Stadium. And the series that wrapped up today at Tropicana Field. So here is the play of the series because I don't want to waste time looking at our player of the game, but here's the play of the series from Tampa Bay in the final Tropicana Field game between the Toronto Blue Jays and At Tampa Bay Ray. Enjoy. Our play of the game comes courtesy of Isaac Homer. Let's hear the audio. All right, now let's actually hear the Now let's actually hear the voices of that home run. Once again, it's our play of the game. Isaac with this home run. It was two runs. So, here we go. From Bailey Sports. The play of the Tampa Bay Rays. This guy, this guy must be on a record or something because the fact that he got his who run shot in Tropicana Field and it was his 95, no, excuse me, it was his 30th home run of the season. But that was 95 in Bailey Sports' case. Rods. He must be on a record to break the high, deep 
home run record in MLB, whatever the case, that will put us in a wrap for Toronto Blue Jays baseball and Tampa Bay baseball for now. Now that we've heard the play of the game, we will hear the plays of the game from the Yankee series in a abridged version of a pregame show that will air on both Sports for Beginners and On the Ice and Behind the Benches, the podcast. is called Blue Jays Season in Review as we tee up ahead of the Yankees and the Blue Jays. The three-game series. And of course, give you our thoughts on how that game, on how that series went at Yankee Stadium. That is going to do it for us. But before we leave, I would just like to provide my final thoughts on this road trip and how it could have went down. Obviously, we were looking to go a complete 6-0 and on the road trip and this final road trip because it was three against the Yankees, three against the Rays, and of course, we also have to remember that the Boston Red Sox had three games with us before that road trip in which we swept. We were hoping for 6-0, and but we didn't get it. So I actually kind of thought this would happen, that we would take two out of three from both sides. But I thought it would only go two out of three with the Tampa Bay Rays and the Toronto Blue Jays would sweep the New York Yankees. Obviously, that did not happen. Once again, the final scores are Yankees and the Blue Jays splitting two out of three in the final three games at Yankee Stadium and Tampa Bay splitting two out of three in Tropicana Field. I have been your host, Thomas McGregor. And those were my final thoughts here. If there's anything we didn't cover on this edition of Blue Jays Game Recap slash Post Game Show, please let us know by sending us a voice message to the Sports for Beginners voice message page with information letting us know that there is something we missed. And of course, information letting letting us know that we can use it on our show. Because we'd really love to hear from you. That's going to do it for us. I am going to hightail in to Dolphins gear and get ready for Dolphins postgame. But for all of us Blue Jays fans, 
I love hearing this from Mike Wilner on Sportsnet 590 and a fan. And although he's not there anymore and people are taking after it, I'll say it here on the podcast. It's time we said good night from Tropicana Field. I am Thomas McGregor signing off for Blue Jays Game Recap. I'll see you on Blue Jays pregame show, Blue Jays Season in Review. Tomorrow on the Sports for Beginners podcast and the On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast page. Until then, happy Victory Monday! Toronto Blue Jays fans, and happy trails, Tampa Bay and New York. We look forward to seeing you at Rogers Center. Peace. I'm out. Thank you so much for joining us on Sports for Beginners, the podcast for Blue Jays Game Recap, the after show on Sports for Beginners, the podcast, right after every Blue Jays game. To learn more about upcoming episodes, when they drop, and schedule, please visit https colon slash slash sports for beginners. Zero dot wordpress.com. Follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash sports for beginners 87. Send us an email at sports for beginners 87 at gmail.com. Follow Ali, Thomas, and Scott on Twitter at ScottMcGregor3, ThomasJ, and A-L-I Musa. Follow Thomas and Scott on Instagram at SMC underscore 87 underscore and TM underscore 80 and TM 00 underscore. Thanks for listening to Blue Jays Baseball and we hope to see you soon again. This has been Blue Jays Game Recap. Once again, the website is https colon slash slash sportsforbeginners0.wordpress.com Thanks for listening. And when it's time for the Blue Jays to play ball, there's only one chant Blue Jays fans will be using. Catch you later, ball baseball fans.